Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture News and Reviews. My name's Anthony, I'm joined by Sevi. Hello. And this is issue 77 if you're playing along at home. Sevi man. Yes mate. We've been watching. Walking Dead. Walking we're Dead. We're up to season 10. So you are into Uncharted Waters for yourself. Basically yeah, you? we're, we're, in, we're in Uncharted Waters at season 8. Mm. Oh, season 8? Season they're doing season 11 now right? Yeah I think it airs soon. Yeah. So yeah we're, we're up to the final season that's on binge at right. the moment. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. Ryan Hurst's in it. Oh, yeah. He plays Beta. Yeah. And he's a badass. Nice. Him and Daryl had a nice little fight against each other, which was How many Daryl's still going? That's amazing. Well, considering he was never in the comic. Yeah. He was made just for TV, and he's kicking goals. Mm. And it's gonna be, there's going to be a Daryl and Carol show coming. Oh, okay. After... Season 11. So Daryl's not done at all. He's just... No, they're getting a spin-off. He's going hard. Him yeah. and Carol are going to go and do their own thing. Which well is the same sort of thing with Morgan happened as well. He went over to... Fear of the Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. Which was a good show yeah, I didn't well. mind that. I started watching that. The same sort of thing happened with that though. They killed off one of the characters I liked. I'm like, oh, I'm not watching anymore. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have done that because it got pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember. That was set before... Because that was when it happened, wasn't it? That... It, that show starts from when the outbreak happens. Yeah. Like there's only a few little cases Whereas, and then it all just goes boom and yeah. then they're all run, everyone's running it because it's, it's in LA. Yeah. And they're running it. So like Walking Dead is Georgia across mm. the other side of New York, I think Georgia is. And then, yeah, it is because they go to Washington, which mustn't be that far. And um, this one, Fear the Walking Dead starts in LA and they end up going down to Mexico. Right. And then coming back up, I think. Was it that Mo- one they end up Morgan- on boats or something? Yeah, or- yeah. yeah. And then Morgan ends up meeting him yeah. somewhere along the line. He runs into him because he leaves. He needs to go. He's not right in the head. So he needs to go sort himself out. So he disappears and just doesn't say bye to anyone. Just, hmm. As I you think do. he says bye to Carol. He goes, I just need to go figure things out. And then hmm. off you he go goes. for a walk. Um, mate. All right, we've got some news here we can jump into. Oh, I've been watching stuff. I was going to say, what did yeah, you watch? Um, Smigadoon finished. So that was um, a six-episode thing on Apple TV. If you like musicals, give that a watch. If you don't, eh, it's not bad anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was actually the production quality on it was really good. Like, it was really well done. Like, Apple TV is dropping money on what they're doing right now. Um, and I think that's pretty evident from one of the first things they did, which was Greyhound, which like that was well, well funded, well produced, well done. Greyhound, yeah. that was a boat movie with Tom Hanks on it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And then from that point, that was a wicked movie. They that really one. haven't looked back for me. Like they've they've done a lot of good things. I really enjoyed that movie. That movie was really really good. Mm. So for a, um, a lower budget, you could tell like some of the visual effects were a bit sketchy, but the story was good enough to. But Apple TV's. Keep you involved. Releases, man. Like, it's it's good. Like, Mythic Quest isn't bad. Um, I'm really loving Ted Lasso. Like, Ted Lasso is just absolute rave life for me. Enjoying it every week. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that is what I've been watching. Um, Smigadoon finished and I watched that. It was good. Anyway, let's jump in the news, man. Let's get into it. We go a bit, bit here, bit here, bit here. We got our first look at Moon Knight, which we're divided on. You're, you're not, not that big of a fan. I'm not a fan. I don't mind it. I think they're really leaning into I the... I think he's way too bulky. I think they're well. I think they're leaning into the Egyptian side of it a lot more, which is the wraps. Yeah, but too bulky. Everything's wrapped. He looks like he's eight foot wide. 
like See, chest to back wide, not yeah. shoulder wide. Look, I I don't mind it, and one of the biggest things is that because doesn't he flip around and swing from stuff? And so I thought he would be like the sort of physique as same as sort of Bruce, yeah, Batmanish kind of. Yeah, um, look, I don't mind when they layer up in costumes and it looks like they've layered up, not that's that they're lot, padded. That's a lot of weight to be swinging around on. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. What I what I like about it is that if you've got a secret identity, if your body shape is nothing like the the the, the hero you are portraying to be, people aren't going to kind of put you in the same category there, you so, know? Superman. Yeah. So, Superman Lois. I don't mind that, you know? But Zachary Levi. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, we don't see him without the suit. Because he becomes, suit. yeah, we don't. Yeah, we, we never see him without it, so it's fine. I wonder yeah. if they will do a scene where he takes his suit off, or whether he just doesn't. Can he? That's actually a bloody good question. I don't know. I don't think he can. Because remember how maybe in the can't. movie he's like, I don't know how to pee in this. Yeah, mate. Yeah, maybe he can't because he ends up saying Shazam and goes, he goes to the toilet, doesn't he? I don't know. I can't remember how far that goes, but yeah, I don't. I don't think he can take off the suit. I don't know. Anyway, they'd, yeah. have, they'd have to do a Ryan Reynolds sort of thing with Free Guy who's got the buff dude and just the face on. Yeah. That's what I'd have to do. Just <laughs> get the same guy, go hire him. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was, um, yeah, first look at Midnight. Look, I'm, I'm pretty psyched about this. Um, interesting thing we read the other day was that... But I mean, in saying that, I don't know anything about this character either. Like, yeah. I knew nothing. Yeah. So I'll be going into this blind as a bat. Hey, man, you might have fun. Um, I, I'll tell you if it's any good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'll watch it. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely watch it because I think we'll have to because it's going to be a show that we'll probably, probably cover in Water Cooler. So yeah. we sort of have to. But I think most of the Marvel shows we do now, we haven't redone with um, What If, What If, which I think is What If's fault. Um, what If We Didn't Do It? Yeah, What If. What <laughs> If that show was good? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Mar- the big Marvel it. fanboy in the room just sorry attacked his own kind. No, look, I'm just, I, I speak the truth, man. And it doesn't matter which side of the fence I sit on. I'm going to give it to it either way. Um, my issue with what if is that it's poor, I, it's poorly written. I just think they're rushed and I understand it's a 30 minute fun time, but it's poorly written, poorly acted, uh, voice acted. Yeah. Look, I liked Chadwick Boseman. I liked the, the newest one. I liked I could better see than through the, it a bit. You could still see through the voice acting though. Yeah. Um, well, Yondu, Yondu was good. It's Michael Rooker. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. That's Merle right there. Um, look, we'll talk about this quickly because we're not going to do water coolers or anything on them. Um, I didn't like what they did to Thanos. I thought you've taken the character and reduced him to a joke essentially. I loved how they got Josh Brolin back for it though. That was that wicked. Was cool. It's like, holy hell. Yeah. He seemed to have fun with it That's too. the boss. I liked um, Nebula going back for him though. That was a cool moment. Mm. Um, I liked that they turned it into a little heist thing with like, I love Digimon's. Um, he was good. He just, oh, but it was over the top. Like yeah. it was, it was a piss take. But this but is what good. I'm thinking. Like, is it that they've gone? We're doing cartoons, so just go cartoony with all the characters. So all the characters get amped to that, like almost Looney Tunes level. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so I don't know if it's just a style thing. I'm not gelling with or what the go is. Well, you um, knew that was going to happen because when Thor says it, when you hear Chris Hemsworth in the trailer, say, I didn't watch that trailer. He says something. Like, Please explain it to these guys. You don't have to explain it to me because I know exactly what's going on, but explain it to them. Yeah. So you got no idea. You weren't even paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I'm, like I said, I'm going to keep watching it. I'm looking forward to Marvel Zombies. I, I really want to see that done and if it's done well. Um, but What are your thoughts? Or do you think it will be done well? I don't know. I'm, I'm losing more confidence in how it's going to get done. 
with each episode. Well, I feel like you got more confidence with this one because you no you didn't like the first one, but then you liked this one. No, I liked the execution of this one. The writing, I'm still not on board with. Yeah, and I fi- I feel I like the judge never flies hollow. Well, I just feel like the who the person that's written the characters has almost a surface level understanding of the character. Also, what was going on with the collector? Yeah. Why was he like eight foot tall and and stuff? The size of Thanos? Yeah, I don't know. And this is what I mean. Like, it's like they've seen pictures of these characters and written stories for them. It was still Benicio Del Toro though. Yeah, that was amazing. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, here we are. And Marvel What If is interesting, I guess. Yeah, the only person that wasn't voiced by their own character in this was Drax. Yeah. He was the only one in this episode. But he had like half a line, didn't he? But the uh, the guy who played him, who's a very good voice actor, does a lot of DC stuff, he, um, very well. Yeah. Like the the timing of how Drax talks, because it's sort of off off tilt. Actually, it was a good moment, wasn't it? Where he was like, um, I I looked, I looked great. You look awful. Yeah, you we'll look, take another one. We'll take another one. Um, yeah, no, but still, I don't know. It's and it was a little bit cool how he goes. I need to take a photo for my wife and daughter back home. I was like, yeah, oh, because didn't Thanos die. didn't. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, well so done. He just ends up being instead of a. He's just a happy bartender. A destroyer. He's just a bartender. Yeah, <laughs> tracks the bartender. Yeah, what ifs, man? What ifs? Um, anyway, it's interesting, I guess. What else do we have here, man? We've got more TV news. So Armor Wars. While we're on Marvel. We've got some news on Armor Wars, which is that we thought it was going to be the first time we saw Riri, Riri Williams, who's Ironheart, before the Ironheart series because we knew that Armor Wars was coming out. But now we've been told that uh, Riri Williams has actually been getting ready to film in... Black Panther. Black Panther. So we're first going to see Riri Williams in Black Panther. Which, why? Well, I don't know if they're going to change her... Backstory to be Wakandan. Does every cool black character have to be from Wakanda? Well, now, like, is that just how it goes? Well, I don't know, but it kind of makes sense because they're so technologically advanced. But wouldn't she follow suit with, like, Shuri? Why would she follow suit with Iron Man? Well, who Shuri can outsmart. She outsmarted Bruce and Tony with the whole vision thing. So why you're choosing the wrong person here, Riri? But this could be a case of, oh, I've seen what Tony did. I reckon I can do it better. You know, or she could just admire Tony. And like every tech piece now has to come from Wakanda as well in the story. It's like, why? Mm. Why is know. everything going back? Look, it may not be. Know. You know, it may be, it may not be. She could just, you know, visit them. Who knows? Um, Hi, guys. Yeah, or we'll, they won't be in Wakanda. Yeah, could be. In Or she could be getting scouted. You know, Shiri could go to her. It's possible. Because in the comics, Riri Williams is an MIT um, student and they're saying that the scenes are getting filmed at MIT. So... Yeah, it could, yeah, could be it. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what they're doing, got But we're getting Riri Williams before Ironheart, which is cool. Yeah. And also, Armor Wars has also hired a writer. Oh, yeah? That's what we've got. It's Yasser Lester, who stand-up comedian turned... Writer is taking the helm for it. So fantastic. So Armor Wars, we'll from what goes. we saw, was Rhodey going around trying to preserve Tony's legacy, essentially. So it's that Tony's died, 
And Rhodey's going to be going and taking out knockoff Iron Mans around the world with with War Machine. Yep. Um, which is cool. I love the idea of that. He's basically stopping Tony's tech from falling into the wrong hands. Yeah. Also known as Vulture. Yeah. That's Tony's tech. Yeah, there's a lot Fell of Stark the tech out hands. there. Well, I mean, look at old mate um, Mysterio as well, taking Edith and then using oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot out there. Where's that- Ultron? Speaking of Tony's tech. Yeah, look. Is Ult- he dead? Ultron's never dead. He's always, no, he just hibernates, doesn't he? Yeah, he's always like goes and consolidates power in the internet and stuff. Hashtag re- restore James Spader. Oh, man, I love James Spader. Bring him back. He's so good. Um, Give him a skin suit, though. Give Ultron a skin suit. No, no. No, he's so he good. He does it. Oh, no, I don't like it, though. And have it as James Spader. <laughs> uh, it'd be perfect. Um, James Spader was in The Office in the last few seasons. Yeah. He replaced um, Michael when Steve Carell left. Yep. As, as the boss. And it's one of the few things that I didn't like James Spader in. How dare you? I know. How dare um, you get out of here? No, he was just so... And it was the character. He was just so off-putting and would just say the weirdest stuff. And you're like, oh, you're weird. I can't like this. Whereas Michael said weird stuff but was redeeming at the same time. Yeah. There was no redeeming for this guy. His name was Robert California. That's and a great name. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great <laughs> name. But it was oh, just- Bob yeah, Kelly. It was just balls to the walls. Like he was obsessed with sex and everything. Like he was just an absolute freak of a human. Um a champion. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, nice guy. Speaking of funny shows. Yeah. Did you see Brooklyn Nine-Nine's little uh, reference to the Snyder Cut? I didn't. Um- I saw it trending on Twitter and stuff, obviously, but I haven't started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight yet because I'm just waiting for it all to drop and then I'm just going to go through and watch it all yeah, in yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. But they made a little Snyder Cut reference, which yeah. wasn't just a Snyder Cut. They made a DC reference, so it's whole. Well, no, it, it sort of was a Snyder Cut reference because it was a, it was an Aquaman reference, hmm. but it was more along the lines of that Aquaman has a trident, but it has five points. A pentadent? A pentadent, <laughs> which is not a trident. And Holt's <laughs> arguing that, saying that, no, that's not a trident. He's like, no, no, no. And then Jake's like, no, you're wrong. Because in the theatrical cut and the Snyder cut, they both got they both call it a trident. Now you look stupid and everybody's laughing at you. <laughs> but in Aquaman, he had five as well, right? Yeah. Because it's his the, mother's trident. But then he got the king's trident. Then he gets the king's, which is three. Yeah. So he um, had his mother's, because the five is his mum's. Yeah. And then the three is the Kings. Mm. So it all sort of works out nicely. And Aquaman 2, he'll have the Kings trident. Well, let's talk about Aquaman 2 quickly, um, which is over in movie news. Oh, no. We got a little bit of news on that. And it's that James Wan saying that, we've said this before, he's really going in the horror kind of direction for this. So he's saying that scene where they're going into the deep. Well, ever at the trench. The trench. He's like, picture that, but everyone loved that for the full movie. And you're like, yeah, I'm into like that, that. That was a full wow moment when you see them dive off yeah. the boat and they've got the flare and they're going down. Yeah. You see all the creatures, which just- we then saw again in Tomorrow War, um, which was really good as well. It was a good moment then too. Copying. Um, but he re- revealed his inspiration for Aquaman too. Which is Planet of the Vampires. So do you know what that's... Basically, I've it's an it's an old 60s movie and it was based on two spaceships that crash land on a planet. Right. Full of vampires. Oh, right. Okay. No, I've seen this. Yeah, I've legit seen this. 
Right. Yeah, that's old. Old. That's old school. Old. All right, so if we take that into consideration with everything we know. Not only that, the, the, the film, um, what's his name? Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure Ridley Scott based Alien, Alien and, Prometheus, and Prometheus off of yeah. that, but that, that style. Of Aquaman 2, was it The Lost Kingdom? Yeah. Are they going to, like, is this going to be them, like, we're going to see Aquaman and maybe Orm or, or um, Black Manta. This is maybe did. fighting and then going into the the Lost Kingdom of, which was the title of yeah. the. Oh, this could be cool. This is your DC Marvel crossover and Morbius confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. I don't know. Atlantis. <laughs> um, yeah, look. Morbius went for a swim. Went for a swim. Morbius. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto's going to show up again and they're going to be like, hang on, you were the Joker. Why well, are you now a vampire? Well, this is where Namor pops up. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing Namor. I can't wait. Let's get a nice crossover going, guys. Come on. Well, I still reckon Namor is is going to happen in, um, in Wakanda Forever. So Black Panther 2. Yeah, he should. It'd be cool. Because of the earthquakes. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Undersea earthquakes, what we're looking at. Um, we did have a little bit more TV news there, which was um, a Power Ranger series. Yeah, animated. An animated Power Ranger series. Do you know what this is about? Uh, universe series. So we're getting all of the Power Rangers. All of animated. Yeah. Mate, I'd be happy if they like animated Martin Morphin and Power Ranger. Like, we just read the, the first series. Yeah, I'd probably watch that if they like put a more a less campy spin on it and... Bit more Probably. adulty. I'll be keen. Yeah. Yeah. Um give it to the guys over at who do the DC movies and that. Mm. That'd smash it. That'd be cool. Anyway. Um and you know that those Power Ranger actors would come back and do the voices for it in a heartbeat. Because what well, else they maybe doing? maybe not one. <laughs> Old day of JJ Frank. No, no, he would. He'd yeah. be there for sure. Yeah. No, one of them had law problems, I think. I don't think it was the originals. Wasn't it? No. No. Okay, so I'm just getting confused. Store. I'm yeah. getting stories mixed up here. Am no, I? it was it was the Red Ranger from I think the Dino series or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. While they were filming in, didn't he kill his? Was that the one where he killed his roommate with a sword? Yeah, yeah. He took his Power Ranger ability a little too far. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But no, the originals because they're all still doing cons and everything, and you know, and still popping up. I haven't seen. Well, didn't old mate the new the old Power Ranger pop up in the old Red Ranger pop up in the new stuff? Yeah. He he's always is, always is. He's, um, he's a little bit more beefy now, too, isn't he? Yeah, beefy boy. Yeah, he is. Um, beefy boy. But I mean, yes. Yeah, that so just max, packs more punch, then, doesn't it? Yeah, less flippy, more punch. He and um, the guy that played Zach always do cons together. Yep. Um, so they're basically the Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum of kind of yeah. Rangers. Um, it's because Jason David Frank's still doing like. He does every. He's doing that. Uh, white, he's doing some kind of Power Rangers white dragon or something. Yeah. Thing. No, it's legit. It is legit it's Power Rangers, it's a, but without the rights. No, I think it has rights. I don't think it does. I think they're skirting. They're I skirting thought they some. had it. And he did something with um the Be, guys who do Bat in um, the Sun. Bat he does Sun. all all the Green Ranger, Loves White Ranger that, stuff yeah. in Bat in the Sun. He does. Um, Kimberly, I think, still does stuff as well, but she's trying to do music or something. I think he is legit. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator. Yeah. He's not willing to give it up. Nah. I'm going to play it for the Why rest of my you? life. But the difference is he ain't look beefy anymore. He just looks like he's stepped out of there still just with a meth. Um, and Trini I don't see much of. 
So that's the one Who? I don't. Trini, she was the original Yellow Ranger. Yellow Ranger. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she's the one I don't see doing much. So maybe she's gone and just been like, I don't. I thought it racist back then, weren't they? Yes. Yellow yeah. Yellow Ranger was Asian. Black Ranger was a black guy. Yeah. There's a skin. Red oh, Ranger no, was a redneck. Where they did that, they were like, oh yeah. You, you pull you you. You're balancing on lines here. Yeah. <laughs> like. um, but it's why I think the movie that was done in 2017, was they it? They changed the colours? Yeah. They made the black guy Blue Ranger, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. So who was the black ranger? The Asian guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So who was the yellow ranger? Uh, one I don't girls. remember. Uh, African-American girl, I think. Was there no Asian girl in that? I don't think so. No. I don't remember it. Yeah. I liked it. It was I enjoyed it, but I don't remember it. I didn't like the Megazord. I've only seen it once. I've I've legit only seen it once. So I'm sort of trying to pull they were at a quarry or something. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. I'm not getting two movies mixed up here. Yeah. A lot of teen movies end up at quarries for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, just play at a quarry, man. It's all good. I mean, I don't think there's much to do in in Superman and Lois as well. Everywhere, man. Um, Must be like a small small town thing. You set up where a mine is and then you can play in that mine. Drink beers when you're 13 years old. Yeah, man, of course. Um, Anyway. (laughs) CW. Let's get more movie news, man. Um, Cap 4. I want to jump into that. We knew it was coming and now everyone that they've come it's in and said everyone who didn't watch Falcon and Mid Soldier is like, whoa, he's going to be Captain America today? You're like, yeah. That I happened. was reading through comments and it is fucking disgusting. Oh, we're going to put people. an E on this one. <laughs> it is disgusting. Why? What's happening? Because it's these people that haven't watched the show. And like, no, Steve Rogers, you can't. Have, it's basically exactly what cap spoke about in the show mm. about he's a black man carrying the stars and stripes that is and i said this when we did our little thing about it. i said this is doubling anthony yeah. mackie's real life like this is gonna happen and now oh, it isn't it's disgusting that's awful it's just gross that people are still like that it's like he he's gonna be wicked mm. i'm pumped he's earned the title too 100 percent He's, he's done, he's done his time. He deserves it. Oh. And he has no super serum. Nothing. He's just a just a man with wings. Keen for it. Keen for it. A man with wings. Um, but yes, it's it's going ahead. What, do we have any news on when, where, how, what? And well, who? this is the thing that um, obviously I'm going to jump back to a TV news just for a half a second here. But oh, no. uh, Kevin Feige's getting interviewed a fair bit lately, and a lot of it is about scheduling, saying when's this movie coming? When's this movie coming? Insane. Even, I think, I think so, Hollywood's turning their back on COVID at the moment. They're like, no, 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 we're going to start doing stuff because yeah. we can't not do stuff. But speaking of TV news, once again, um, he got asked about when season two of Loki is going to drop. Mm. And he I said- I saw something about that. Yeah, so he said that, well, look, it won't be next year. We may start filming next year. Is Loki in Thor? I don't know. Was, did he come over to Australia to film anything? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that. That'd be weird to have a Thor movie without him, though. It'd be a little bit, but then he just got a series about Thor. So, you know, he's doing his own thing. Um, Thor was in it, was he? Oh yeah, he was. When they do the pan, yeah, 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 he was in that flash. It's funny how your memories match the perfect cinematic view. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he, yeah, he said pretty much twenty twenty three, maybe Loki. Who was the one that played Loki in when they were doing the plays? Was that Matt Damon? Yeah. So maybe Matt Damon's going to be Loki again. Maybe. Because he's in it. He's in it. Uh, well, it looks like they're just doing another play like that because they got Melissa McCarthy to yeah. as Hella or something. Dressed up as Hella? Maybe. Anyway, don't, I don't know. Um, speaking of the what if though, seeing the collector wearing Hella's 
It was something that it was does cool. the does yeah. the hands through the hair thing and then just goes and yeah. then it pops. It's like so that must be how she does the. That was cool. She's got to touch the helmet. Too. That was I. That's a character I really would love to see again. That Hella was really cool. With Kate Blanchett, she and she looked amazing. Yeah, she was incredible. Like she looked amazing. That suit, how it was sort of like a really dark green, but then had the metallic green fleck yeah. through it as well. That was awesome. Yeah, Good looking suit. That's a great character. Um, anyway, speaking of movies again. Back to movies. Back yeah. to TV. Where are we going? Both. Black Canary, HBO. So <laughs> Black Canary with um, Journey Smollett yep. is getting a, a movie that's going to go straight to HBO Max. Yes. Yeah. I'm keen for it. Yeah. She was She was great. She was one of the one of the better parts of... Birds of Prey, yeah. Birds of Prey, except Definitely. they just didn't utilise her character at all. Yeah, or she wasn't really Dinah. No, she's a daughter. Dana's a mum. Yeah. She? So she's someone. Laurel? No. No, Laurel's her mum. No, she's Dana. She's Dana. Yeah, Di- yeah she's Dana Lance. Because CW switched that and had Dana be. Oh, I don't know what CW does. No one knows. Yeah, they do knows. things. They just do stuff. Yeah, it's just CW. And they have anyway. weird looking flashes standing in the circle. Just. Uh, <sighs> HBO Max, though. Yeah, this is good. Good money. Black Canary, we're keen. Um, well, you just look at how Titans is going at the moment. That's HBO Max. Oh, that, that's that good. That looks beautiful. Yeah, so it's the, it just, it just makes that HBO's throwing money. Keen for it. Um, so this joins the ranks of Batgirl and Blue Beetle. As movies we're getting. With. Which everybody, if you listen to the show, know that I want a Blue Beetle as a TV show. Oh, it's going straight it's to too TV. too much to unpack. HBO Max. What I don't like, though, is that here in Australia, unless Binge specifically picks it up, we don't get the HBO Max stuff. I do. Because you've got HBO Max and uh, <laughs> VPN. So we get it. We do, yeah. But no, but it's very hard to get. It sucks. But it's it, And it sucks because oh, HBO should just roll out yeah. worldwide. Like, You've got so many people that are missing out on this stuff that who you, will, you would get more money. But the problem is these people will end up torrenting it or finding it in a way that isn't giving HBO Max money. That's right. Which, and as, there's a point here where I'm saying I can't blame them because you're being told that even to VPN is illegal. Yeah. So if you're saying, well, I can get this and pay for it while VPNing or I can do this, but either way they're both illegal, you're probably going to get a free option. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know. Which, you know, I don't agree with, but... People do, and if they do it, you know, that's what they do. I don't know. I just feel like pay. We're not here to tell people how to live their lives. Except pay creators, what they do, man. Come on. <laughs> Look, speaking of uh, birds of prey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Aircut is getting traction. Um, This is just going insane. Like, it's mirroring something that we have seen before. So the biggest difference we've gotten here between uh, when – the Snyder Cut was picking up traction versus the Air Cut is that Air has actually come out and said previously that he hasn't filmed anything from his cut. It's that while he was filming, he was completely underwater. But yet he's thumb. bringing out photos and that of things that... Of storyboards and no, costume design. No, fully finished stuff. Really? Yeah, Steppenwolf and Parademons. Right, okay. At the end. Right, that's interesting. Yeah, like this um, Air Cut, the Air Cut's trend with, uh, what is it, 625,000 tweets. At the moment, so it's it's gaining traction, but then not only that, there's been some things released about it. Well, he put out a little bit of a storyboard on it, which someone kind of put together, and it's essentially that the whole second half of the movie was changed. There well, was no Incubus, no um, well, Incubus was Steppenwolf, right? 
Well, you've got here, he's got in the, in the air's cut, Enchantress and the Joker formed an alliance against the squad. So more Joker, which we knew. Katana falls to her mind control and turns against the team. So now you've got to fight a psycho with a sword who traps souls. Mm-hmm. That's great. There's more of Slipknot and Killer Croc. Harley Quinn and Deadshot build up a romance and hook up later on, which happens in... What is it? Hell to Pay. Hell to Pay, yeah. It's either Hell to Pay or... No, Assault on Arkham. Is it? Yep, yeah. it's Assault on Arkham where they do that. <laughs> Enchant- this, oh, I love this one. Enchantress's final form wasn't a belly dance, <laughs> but a divine goddess covered with eyes, much like... Alucard from Housing Ultimate. Um, yeah. What do we got here? Instead of shooting the thug with a face tattoo, the Joker convinced him to kill himself. That'd be interesting. The more to Batman car chase scene, El Diablo did not die, and there's no incubus. More detail about Rick Flag and June's relationship. The squad encounters a parademon scout at the end. Tying Air's cut of Suicide Squad to the Snyder cut of Justice League. And then someone put here, no Marvel humor, pure DC. I mean, that didn't need to be there, but... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, um, yeah interesting. Anyway, if it happens... It seemed like a more... If it happens, we'll watch it, but he's going to need a lot of funding to actually do that and getting people back and all that kind of stuff. It won't happen. I just can't see it happening. But hey, I would just like to, for I, it. I would like to see the stuff in his back catalogue that he's got there that he's filmed of just Jared Leto. Mm. Just release that. Yeah, because he's saying that was filmed. Yeah. Because Jared Leto was really surprised by the, what ended there's up There's so getting. much cut out of it. Like, yeah. I just want to see that. I want to see him be, because I don't care what anyone said. He was a great joker. Mm. He was chaos. Yeah, he was restricted. He was better than Joaquin Phoenix's. That's for damn sure, in my eyes anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't think Joaquin Phoenix was the joker in the end, do we? Well, I don't know. He's just a sooky. Sook, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway where um, are we going now, mate? Well, we'll we stay with DC and say that James Gunn had a really good reaction to some articles that are getting written, and it kind of just hammers home that point of what the media is like now, where you can take, you can do it. All right. So before we see an article where you'd have an interview with a someone like James Gunn, right? Now, you do an interview with James Gunn, you put that article up, and then there's 40 articles from 100 different uh, outlets pulling that interview apart and just running with quotes from that article. Funny funny about that because there was, a D, there was a DC page on Facebook that I'm part of and they shared something. Now, I'm, it, it came out probably two hours after I watched this interview and I watched the interview where they're pulling things from. And I'm like, hang on a minute. That's not what he said at all. It's not in context. And it wasn't all. about that. I said he was talking, and he was talking about, there was a Michael Keaton thing about how he was talking he about- to reread the Batman script three times or something? Well, no, it was it was talking about how he made this other movie where he's playing himself and he's fighting against himself. And this guy's like, no, no, this is what he's talking about, how Batman's fighting against Batman. It's like, that's not what he was talking about. Mm. He was talking about the Flash fighting against the Flash, mm. not Batman. Because now you're just trying to go- Michael Keaton's Batman versus Ben Affleck's Batman. That's not what's happening here. He's talking yeah. about how the Flash has got to fight against himself, which has already been rumoured that the, there could be a dark Flash in it, mm. which is Ezra Miller as well. 
So that's what he was talking about. But this this group just blew it way out and would, went on a totally different trajectory. They didn't even watch it. But then that happens and someone sees what they're doing and then an article goes written about that. And before you yeah. know it, it ends up like a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Where no one knows what the hell the truth is. And, and the sources go. are all coming from unverified sources to start with. Like it's... That's why you trust us. It we'll bring you the real. Well, we'll try not to speculate. When we do, we'll go, wouldn't this be fun instead of this is what we know for fact. And definitely if we say you heard it here first, we're speculating. Definitely. 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. Home in the big coals. Heard it here first. Um, Look... Here is something that we are going to jump into a little Ooh. bit here. Now, I'm this, excited. Oh, are you? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. I'm Where going, are you going? I'm jumping over to Marvel here for oh, Kevin no. Feige, um, who's been asked about DC Marvel crossover and has said, never say never. Look, I can't see that happening. Justin Bieber. I just don't feel like these sandboxes are going to play together. But if it happens, I can't really say I want it to. You don't think Henry Superman would fit in well? I just don't really care. It's, it's a nice, not, nice little crack in the... It's not the storyline I want to see. The like, there's still a bunch of storylines I want to see in Marvel and DC separately before they acknowledge each other. You know, I would like to see Crisis on Two Earths. I just, DC. I want to see Alt. Uh, what's it? Um, Owlman versus Batman. Yeah. Well, I want to see um, Tara Tara Babel done really well for Justice League. Is it Ultimate Man? Yeah, well, that's with the brother Eye. Right, yeah. It? Yeah. Which the cartoon's been done well. Um, I think we're getting. Something similar to that coming up soon, possibly. But what are you talking about? What have was, you heard that I haven't? Yeah, there was something that I was reading a little while ago. Anyway. Heard it here first. Tower <laughs> of Babel coming. <laughs> Henry Cavill's coming back. Yeah. Well, we'll see. No. Well, he is. He's gonna be in the Flash. Yeah, he's in everything. You heard that um, first. Look, Kevin Feige, however, like I said, he's doing a bunch of. Look, whenever a movie comes out for Marvel, Feige does press and the press just ask him everything they can and then we get a bunch of random stuff so he said never say never about the crossover he's talking about um the the next big kind of event and he says look avengers 5 is going to be a bit, bit down the path because you've got to get to know these heroes first before we put them all together again um like huh? you know shang chi and all these new people first avengers yeah Half the characters got introduced in that movie, didn't they? But you did four movies before that. Yeah, but they not with all those characters, were they? You did Iron Man, Captain I mean, America. We got a whole, we got a whole new Hulk. Yeah, but you'd still done the Hulk. <laughs> um, but no, even Black Widow was in Iron Man two before Hawkeye showed up in Thor before he got to all those characters. See, I don't count. I don't count that because that was legit a cameo. I loved it. It was great. I loved it. I'm starting to root for this guy. Yeah, it was so (laughs) good. He's beat the crap out of everyone. But no, we got got all those main characters solo movies before Avengers came together. Except Black Widow. We got that way too late. And that was still set. Yeah. Imagine if that had a released around the same time, like with the the big four. So Iron Man, Hulk, Cap. But it was set after Civil War, remember? Oh, it was too, wasn't it? Yeah, so it... It wouldn't have worked. No. You would have had to do a whole sort of yeah change of... Would have been set. cool if we got the Budapest movie. Whatever that, like just that whole storyline of Budapest of her having to blow up the Dracov instead of it being a background mm. kind of thing. You tell that whole story first and then civil, and then the one after Civil War ends up being Black Widow 2. Yeah, you but know? then you're still going to ruin Taskmaster. So let's not do that. I think you could have done it differently. <laughs> hey, but we're not here to rewrite Black Widow. We should. Um, Iris, we'll do it. Shang-Chi comes out in two weeks. 
I think it is. And Marvel's now, I think, realizing that they have to generate more interest for Shang-Chi. So oh, I don't care. I don't know if you noticed, but their recent te- teaser they did for it actually pushed more of the connections to the Marvel Universe from the movie. I'm seeing a lot coming from the big the big guys in the MCU still. Oh, we're championing for this. It's like, guys, yeah. stop. Look, I'm... I'm, I'm keen for. I'm just going to be interested. How, how um, much are they getting paid to publish that stuff on their paid posts, Instagram? Um, like. But don't you have to hashtag an advert or something oh, no, when I you do it? Um, no, they're, they're I'm, not, su- I'm not. I'm not. They're being I, supportive. I have um, to go and watch it, but I, I don't want to. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to though. After the third trailer of Eternals, yeah, that looks phenomenal. I was about to follow up with that. So, like I said, with Eternal, with uh, Shang Chi, they're trying to push the connections to the Marvel universe. And they really pushed that in the latest trailer of Eternals, which just dropped, which was um, really talking about Thanos, the difference between the Eternals only fighting deviants, all that kind of yep. stuff. Um, I love Jon Snow's line in it. <laughs> How he goes, what does he say? Because he's talking to that girl and she's like, why didn't, wh-? he goes, why didn't you s- stand in and help across all these atrocities that yeah. have happened through time? She's like, we were told not to get involved and only attack with the deviants. And he's like, by who? Yeah. Like these are basically gods. Celestials. And then we get an image of a celestial. Fight them. They looked awesome. Yeah. How big is he now? Because isn't the nowhere? That's a celestial's head. Yeah, that's that's one of their head, And that's like gigantic. So what yeah. do they do? Just walk through space, just float through space, do they? Or what? Kind of, yeah. What do they um, eat? Well, they're... I have a lot of questions here. So if... If they're going the way of Jim Starlin's original, um, oh man, I'm geeking out here. I'm do so they sorry, just pick guys. up like Earths and just drink they're, the water off them? Like, <laughs> no, what are they doing? They're they're like robots essentially. Oh, they're, so they're not even people. No, so the celestials, sentient beings, are sentient beings that are in this kind of like they've created like their own AI. They're existing as like a consciousness. So who created them? Well, they 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 came into existence from like the Big Bang and stuff. They're like the Time Stones essentially, the Infinity Stones. Um, so it wasn't the Watcher. No, no, because um, he confuses the hell out of me. Yeah. I don't understand him. He's just there to watch. Oh, Jeffrey Wright's is talking over stuff, and I'm like, "What are Mate, you doing?" In the um, in the comics, he lives on the moon. Yeah, the watcher lives on the moon, like early on, because it was kind of like they didn't. Isn't go, there several of them? Yeah, because isn't that who Stan Lee turns out to be? And he's talking to all his mates up on on the moon, isn't it? No, he wasn't a watcher. He was. They'd like kind of. Uh, he's like an agent for them or something. They were interviewing him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, trying to get Because he technically played the same character in every movie. Yeah. He's just in the background. But that was a fan theory. Someone was like, wouldn't it be cool if it ends up that he was a watcher? And James Gunn just kind of ran with it, which is cool because that's, that's what awesome. James Gunn does. It he works. just respects fans. It was so good. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. So the Celestials are, um, yeah, kind of in these giant robot bodies, essentially, which their consciousness is in them. It's weird, but it's... How'd they create them? Yeah, it's... Where'd they get the metal from? Well, it's like, remember, Ego was a celestial. So he kind of built everything around him. You know what I mean? So you reckon they've just done the same thing? Kind of, yeah. Tell you what, they look cool with a six alt, big six alt. We see them twice. We see two different celestials. We see the big red one, and then you see a green one appear halfway through it as well. Uh, What's interesting is that in the comics, though, um, Ego wasn't a celestial in the comics. He's just a he's a living planet, essentially. 
So Yeah, no, I, I knew that. So they did that take on it, but then said he was a celestial, so it's weird that they're going to have to kind of... Try and tie it in. Yeah. Or they'll just... Yeah. Yeah, they just kind of want to mention that. That never happened. Um, Thanos is dead? Uh, Thanos is a... Not a celestial, but he's with he's the, the Eternals. Or something. Wasn't his dad an Eternal or something like that? Or something uh, along yeah, those so lines? Yeah, so he's like a... Yeah, he's, he's got... Or am I getting confused? No, he's got that... The, so he's from the Titan. He's from Titan. So I do know stuff. You do, yeah. Okay, um, cool. But he's like a kind of twice removed bloody half something. And it's why he was... Yeah, so they know, they know Thanos personally. And it's why he was outcast. Because he wasn't a full... Uh, Eternal. Yeah, right. Yeah. So his um, dad was and he wasn't or something like that. Is that so it something like his dad was but his mum wasn't? Or yeah. something so he ends up being not... Dirty half-blood. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if they were nicer to Thanos, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Well, they call that in Harry Potter. Universe? A mudblood. A mudblood. Yeah. Dirty mudbloods. Oh, man. That's I was going to say muggle and I'm like, no, that's not right because that's just people that don't have it at all, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's just humans. Anyway, that's your Harry Potter content for today. You're a mudblood. Um... Anyway, so that, that, that new trainer racist. looks... Yeah, well, that's the idea. It's supposed to. <laughs> it's a dirty word in... Yeah. Harry Potter world. It is, yeah. Um, so it's it's ethnic slur, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Eternals trailer looked really good. I'm loving Richard Madden's accent. I, I was really loving that. I Superman. Are you talking about Superman? I Marvel am, yeah. Superman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How great were those optic blasts? He was just good. Mm. Even like when his head was pinned down by that wolf looking thing and he just does, it was legit. I see they've just ripped straight off a man of steel. Like it's 100%. <laughs> yeah. But he look, looked good. Um, I'm it, okay with it. It's yeah. different, but the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's same, a, bar- same, same a different. barley copy. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say barley. No, probably not barley copy. I wish. <laughs> no, nah, it's not. Wi- nah. Kmart? It's like, Kmart's like, look, you can have the same thing. It's the Anko brand. It's, it's like Henry Cavill is. Like, what would you say, Sideshow and Richard Manon is Hot Toys. Mm, I like that, but I mean, Hot Toys is They're close, really but they're so. not, they're close, yeah. but they're not the same. Um, okay, XM and Sideshow then, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So look, what we did get into was a little bit of, uh, we talked, I explained this before, so just how they actually use their powers and it's all manipulating cosmic energy. So it's how they manipulate cosmic energy that differs. So Richard Manon manipulates stuff from Krypton. <laughs> so he manipulates cosmic works? energy into optic blasts. And strength. Um, and strength. And flight. Can yeah. they all fly? No. So only he can fly? A couple of them can. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's all... So, like, Salma Hayek's character uses it to heal people. Quick question. Does the DC Universe exist in Marvel? So, like, do they reference Superman and stuff like that? No. Because, like, you've seen in, like, we see in, like, The Flash and all that, like, they reference Marvel stuff. Do they? Yeah. Cisco did it all the time. All right, yeah. So that's what I was wondering, like, would they, would, does, do they have, like, DC comics in the Marvel universe? Not that I've noticed. Like a Superman and a Batman or I don't know. something like that. Might have thought of that's what he wanted his powers to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like Henry. <laughs> Inspired. Um, yeah, no. No, because he would have had them... For seven thousand years, yeah, so, sort of. yeah. So maybe if it was that way, someone from DC saw him do that one day and thought, "I'm going to make a superhero about this." Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, 
the DC MCU. But yeah, so then you see like Angelina Jolie's character using the cosmic, um, manipulating it into actual energy weapons. She looks so good, by the way. It's amazing. Like, um, so good. Uh, Kamal uses it for um, punching or something. Shoots it out of his fists or something, doesn't he? Yeah. He so he he manipulates the like kind of gauntlets kind of thing. Sure. So yeah, kind of. Um, Anyway, so but anyway, uh, Eternals looks really cool. Excited for that. We saw a good trailer for that. Um, but what, how we got onto this was that people are asking Kevin Feige a bunch of stuff right now. Yeah, this was a long time ago we were talking about this. We were. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> and um, I'm, yeah, one of the things they asked him was about Secret Wars. I hope you guys learned some stuff. Whether I did. Secret Wars is the next project they're doing. And Kevin Feige was like, oh, no, I don't know why you'd say that. It just gets picked up by one place and written run with and blah, blah, blah. Pretty much trying to douse that fire. But do you think he, he's trying to make people look the other way? Where this go, originally oh, came from, though, if you follow down the rabbit hole, which we did, we went down the rabbit hole. And on that journey, that strange, strange journey into the information where this came from, we found Jim Shooter. Shooter McGavin. Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter wrote as a worked as a writer for Marvel. Did you say worked as a? Wrote as a writer oh, for Marvel. Right. I, I got confused and I hope <laughs> we could just pass it, but you, you stayed on it. Oh, so I'm catching. Are. I'm catching this. Um, I'm too fast. I'll catch it. Yeah. He worked as a writer for Marvel and wrote the original Secret Wars uh, comic arc in 1984, 85, around there somewhere. Um this is the first time Secret Wars was done in Marvel. You're right. Secret Wars, for those playing along at home and possibly for you, is a storyline where... I know stuff, but not all. So the original one was there was this giant metal ring that appeared in Central Park. Okay, don't know this. all the heroes were kind of just drawn to it. Why? Because there was just this calling in them saying, you need to go here. Spider senses are tingling. Kind of. Okay. Um, and this is the first time a massive crossover was done in the Marvel comics. So this started in at the end of, I think, Amazing Spider-Man 800 and something. Spider-Man was swinging and then got this sense of something's going on here. Goes to this giant thing. That's the same as when the ship's in the sky and he gets a sense in the... Kind of, yeah. yeah. The, it was a pretty big reference to that. Have <laughs> you guys ever seen a spaceship? Um, Anthony Russo and, and Joe Russo said one of the biggest projects they would love to do with Secret Wars because they're very inspired by it. Why well, don't they? So it's almost like they did a little twist on it in... Are they, like doing, are they doing more Marvel stuff? No. Not at all? It doesn't look like it. Oh, wow. Anyway. um, That's rude. Yeah. Well, they're burnt out, man. They've been doing a fair bit for a while. I don't care. Um, so all the... At the end of each of these heroes' comic books, there was a moment where they'd be like... Their arc would wrap up and they'd be like, what's that over there? And they'd go that way kind of thing. Uh, and then it picked up in the first kind of crossover book, which was all of them going to this giant metal ring or whatever, and then being transported to what was called Battle World. Yeah. Battle World. Battle World was That seems a, like lazy writing. This is Jim Shooter. <laughs> you can take was it that up. a stab? You can take it up with him. Did you just throw a shiv at the bloke? I didn't. Um, but a lot of the stuff he did was, so this main character called the Beyonder, who was this kind of, I'm not going to say celestial, but godlike person, had Eternal. taken heroes from all throughout the universe 
and then villains from all out the universe and just made them fight. He's that, and that's Battle World. So they die? When they die, they... Respawn. <sighs> no. No, respawn. I can't remember whether they just appear back in their kind of world or if they actually die. I can't remember. Imagine if you were like, let's say, old Mr. Fantastic and you died, you end up back on Earth and then you just got to wait there for years waiting for Sue because she's just kicking ass and yeah, taking names. Um, no one can see her. She's just hiding in the corner. <laughs> but Battle World was... What the hell? So all the heroes and villains that came, when you came, part of your essence formed part of the world. So you'd have almost a safe spot in that world. So the world was made up of like a little bit of Queens for Spider-Man or a little bit of, yeah, um, you know, uh, Xavier's School for the Gifted or, yep. you know. Because um, one of the epi- one of the comics did feature Wolverine just going ham at one point and it was just called Berserker. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but it was his way of essentially being like, what if heroes and villains who don't normally fight try to get to fight each other? You know? And that's but how do they know who are heroes and who are villains? Well, because... How do the heroes know who are the heroes? Yeah, what well, if they just think they're villains? Well, who knows? We get a bit of that. Um, a lot of mistrust and everything like that. Doom I mean, ends up essentially taking over. I was going to say, if you're Tony Stark, you're going to think Wolverine is a bad guy. Mm, probably. Look at the man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Doom, I'm going to say wins eventually in this one. Um, Henry Cavill. Could be. <laughs> uh, which is cool because he takes off his mask and he's fully healed because when he does it, he does it by killing the Beyonder. And that's what, one of the cool things about so Doom. So he's like, screw you guys when you're fighting. I'm going for that guy up there. Yes. And because, so it's basically like if if the Hulk had to decide to turn his back and go against the Grand Master yeah. on, in Ragnarok. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Take him out instead. Yeah, I can disband this whole thing by taking him yeah, out. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you, Thor. I'm going to go fight him. And this is one of the things I love about Doom. And this is where I think he's one of the well-written characters, especially in this by Jim Shooter. It's that he is on a different level to everyone else. So he's not a lazy writer. You know, he's just does, lazy with names. Yeah, but at the same time, like he this this whole battle world was very um plot armorish. Oh, Whenever they needed stuff, it was okay. like, Oh, we'll just go to my apartment, which happens to be just over there. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Um Roger that. In two thousand and fifteen, this got redone by Jonathan Hickman, who's an incredible writer. And he did it as a way to um merge all the universes so basically crisis on multiple earths yep he did that but with this storyline so instead of bringing everyone from the 616 universe he did it from some people from the ultimate universe some people from this universe into there yeah and it looked like doom was the main villain not the beyonder so it was doom responsible for this but ended up being that it was an evil uh reed richards what So I uh, read Richards that just snapped and gone. Why did he snap? Because so it wasn't Doom. It was Reed Richards. Yeah, but not as dressed up as Doom. It was just a bad Reed Richards. Doom had come and just kind of fought his way to the top and made the world his own. Okay. Not realizing that Reed was the one pulling all the strings. So instead of in the original coming and seeing the Beyond doing That's all a twist. this and That's taking sort of out, it was really cool. And then your next kind of like run of comics. And then you have to wait a week to get your next comic or was it a week or a month? A month. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Almost swore then. 
Imagine waiting a month. Can you imagine watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier first and then having to wait a month? Oh, wait. Superman and Lois. Yeah. No shade thrown there. Um, So Jonathan Hickman's one is how they ended the ultimate comic series, like the whole universe, and how they pulled Miles Morales into the 616 universe. And... Yeah. Everything like that. So it's how they merge those characters. Um, It's a learning day for me today. What people are saying is that Secret Wars is going to be a good way for them to do that with the Fantastic Four and X-Men and everything like that. Anyway, the reason we're talking about this is because Jim Shooter... Who was the guy who was controlling everyone? Originally the Beyonder. The Beyonder. Can we cast him as Morgan Freeman? <laughs> Do you know how cool that'd be? Hey, Jeffrey Wright's doing a pretty good I'm job. I'm sick of hearing his voice. He's everywhere. Stop it. Because now he's going to be Batman as well. Yeah. So he's going to be Batman. You've got M'Baku yeah. is going to be Batman as well. How many Batmans are we getting? All the Batmans. Can we stop with the Batman? Yeah. Look, there's other characters, guys. There's a lot of other characters. Yeah. It's like Hot Toys. God guys, there's damn. other characters, not just Iron Man. You can make other things. It's yes. okay. Um, wow. The reason we're talking about Jim Shooter, though, and this original series is that all these rumours that Kevin Feige has tried to dismiss, dismiss actually came from Jim Shooter saying that he'd been approached by Marvel's publication department, uh, procurement department, which is essentially people that go out and get rights for things so there's that been Marvel closed doors want to work on. There's been closed doors conversations going on. There has been, and it's, a, it's ended up with them going to him and him thinking that they wanted him to originally write a novel. Would NDAs have Wars? been signed? Do you think it would have gone that far? I mean, it should have been, but I'm thinking he's broken them. Um, <laughs> now he's going to disappear. Because he, the Marvel snipers are out, man. He's going to get a message from a burner phone saying strike one, and then it's off. Mm. Um, which is what happened to Owen Wilson, apparently. Um, so he thought he was getting asked to write a novelization of Secret Wars by Marvel. And then what he realized was that novelization was actually just a two-page treatment. And when he went further down the line, he was like, wait, so are you guys turning this into a movie? And Marvel said, look, if we were, we couldn't tell you. And he said, I think you kind of just did. <laughs> um, and then from there, he also went a bit further into saying, look, I've then talked to people who said they're now working on this in Hollywood, writers and such. So it looks like we've got a bit of proof here that the MCU is gearing towards Secret Wars. If they're only just starting this now, though, this process, it's it's probably five, six years in the future. But that's where it looks like they're heading. And when you think you've got Kang floating around there in the meantime, it's quite an interesting time in the MCU. Um, what else do we have here in the world of... We've got Deadpool 3 news. But Deadpool 3 news. So this is Ryan Reynolds. No, Kevin Feige was asked about whether they had a window for the film penciled in internally at Marvel Studios. You don't know what he said? What do you say? We do. Nice. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all he said. We do. So that does that. We I think we all sort of guessed that and that was Deadpool and Korg mm. coming together. Like there's been things going on and I think R- Ryan... Ryan Reynolds is currently writing a script for it. He's writing it. And it's, I think it was filming, I think what he's hoping that it's film, it's going to start, begin filming in 2022. Mm. 
Nice. So, so twenty twenty three, you'd expect to see it. Well, COVID breakout for the Zeta variant, it'll yeah. be who knows all over the place. Um, what else do we have here, man? Look, we got a bit of news outside of the world of comic books, so let's jump into that. Firstly, we've got Harry Berry getting sued. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yes. Apparently, I think it was um, from what Ex-UFC I remember. Ex UFC fighter Kat Zagano. Yeah. Has um this this so this was a Netflix project called Bruised. Yeah. Kat Sagano is it Kat Sagano? I'm yeah. sure it's Kat Sagano. Was um Zingano. promised a role in Halle Berry's new movie where she's a badass fighter. And then the movie's been made and Kat didn't get a call. Mm. So now Kat's doing it. Yeah. It's like, hang on a minute. She's like, I blocked out time to do this and stuff. It's like, well, you should have waited for a contract. Yeah, you that. probably should have waited till you signed stuff and not waited for a promise yeah. and a hand. Like, yeah, you, you can't sue someone for no. people going... We're essentially not casting you at the end of the day. Yeah, stop, <laughs> like, that's what's happened here. Stop crying. Um, Go and fight and win. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Um, what else we have here is... Um, a movie called The Vanishings. Sorry, Vanishings. Just Vanishings. Not The Vanishings. What, the Vanishings. What is this? I don't. I don't know what this, this is what from. Is this? Producer M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. However you want to pronounce that name. Incredible producer though, and writes some great stuff. Signs. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Unbreakable. 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 And then we had Glass. Yeah. Um, split. 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 There you go. So yeah, good. Yeah, split. All right. Which we didn't know was a sequel to Glass, Unbreakable, but it was. And until the end. Yeah, oh, that, that was after, good. Was it after credits or just straight after was, the end of the movie? I think it might have been credits. Mid-credit, I think. Yeah. And then. Of him sitting in the. The bar. Anyway, look. Great. The diner. Great stuff. Um, has some great stuff. Also has some misses. Oh, mate. You know, like that old movie wasn't that great. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah. What did you watch that for? There's a reason why I didn't talk about it, man. Did it look any. What made you want to watch that? I like him, but like, I just, it was about halfway through where I was, I was like, say, did you watch the trailer? Yeah. It was about halfway through where I realized we watched the trailer on did. here. Yeah. yeah, It's about halfway through where I realized that I either really like what he does or really dislike. And there's no middle ground. It's like Dr. Pepper. He either, you either love it or you hate it. No, but it's, it's the same thing at the end of the day. What? Like, there's never been a time where I've liked Dr. Pepper, but there's been a time where I've liked his stuff. So I, I think it's Macca's Coke. No, Macca's Coke is always good. I don't think it's always good. There's times with the ratios off. Or Macca's. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Macca's chips. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, when they're good, they're really good. But when they're bad, they're you really don't want bad. It. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah. It is. He is Macca's chips. You know what? It, no, I'm gonna, it's chips. It's KFC chips. KFC chips. There you salted go. Salted and unsalted. Like yeah. if you get unsalted KFC chips, they yeah. are garbage. But the thing is, and this is what happened with him. Is that I saw the name and said, oh, yeah, I could go that. You know? Yeah, all right. I'll give that a go. Mate, I watched the trailer and I'm like, eh. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you were the same. I was. Um, <laughs> you still went for it. Yeah. It ended up being really easy to watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it came down to. Ease of watch. Um, it wasn't oh, great. Well. But anyway, um, well. this has Dylan O'Brien in it, though. This is what the news is. And I, I love him. I think Our highest great. rated movie actor. Yeah. Well, movie from, from highest rated movie that we have. I Love and Monsters, guys. Love and Monsters. And also, Bumblebee. The voice of Sir Bumblebee himself. Now, we well, read this. he talks this at the start. And we're like, when was Dylan O'Brien in Bumblebee? Did a little bit of research there and there he was. The voice of, the Bumblebee, voice of Bumblebee in Bumblebee. Um, for those couple of lines and grunts yeah. while in a fight. But 
hey, there he was, Dylan O'Brien. We love him. Uh, also, Eliza Scanlon, who you may not know, uh, I only know because I don't know. She was in old. So well, there you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, was she good? Yeah, she wasn't bad. So she played a. Is she um, worth banking on for a second movie that didn't do well? Yeah, she was. She was actually one of the better parts. Okay. She uh, plays one of the uh, grown-up versions, the of, children of the children. Yep. Yeah. Um, but she was also in a couple of other things that we haven't really watched, which is like um, sharp objects, baby teeth, little women. What? Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of things there that um. Cool. So yeah. what's this? The vanishings. The uh, vanishings. Vanishing. Not the van- vanishing. Yeah. Okay. Vanishings. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah, so, yeah, that's M. Night's next project. What else we have um, is June. June's runtime. Dune? Dune's runtime. Two so hours and 35 minutes. There it is. That's Which the you runtime would think, for June. That, I, that seems a bit normal for a movie these days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're slowly going from an hour and 20, hour and a half, two hours, two and a mm. half. Zack Snyder's four hours, not a card. Yeah, Endgame, three hours. Endgame, three hours. Yeah. Um, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Card of Lord of the Rings, four hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, they're all out there. Um, well, it would be 10 hours for how many times you'd watch it in a day. No, you put all three movies together and it's like 10 It wouldn't be like 12, half. aren't they? Like four hours each? Yeah, it's about that ten ten hours and something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a bit of bit of film to watch. That's a lot of film to watch. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that. June's runtime two and something hours. Yeah. yeah I, I thought mean, with Lord of the Rings there were some bits in it that had some slow bits in it. How many more slow bits get added into the ex- to make a four hour? Oh, look, I'm gonna cut. look. I'm gonna do this here and say that the extended cut is easier to watch than the theatrical cut. And it's because what, what? was yeah, because what was cut, cut were actual plot lines. Is this the first, second, or third? Oh, all, all extended them. cuts are easier to watch than yeah, because oh, okay. the plot lines that get cut hold your interest as well. Oh, you know what I mean. So imagine, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Ready? Imagine you have one plot line to follow, which is what you have in the theatrical, right? No, and then you've got all that walking in between there, and then you walk to that same plot line. But if you've got four plot lines that all intertwine with the walking, it's holding your interest through the walking. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Okay, Okay. yeah. I see see where you're going with your wave lines here. So that's kind of what it is. So it's instead of like kind of tuning out and being like, I don't really care about this. Like there's all this. That happened to me in the second movie. I'm like, we, we, that's what I said. Me and the missus watched the first one. We started to watch the second and then we paused it for some reason and then never went back. It's like, yeah. "Eh." So one of the cool things about the second is that they expand on Gladriel as well, which is Is that the one with the walking trees? Or is that the first one with the walking trees? second one, yeah. Um, second one's the walking trees. And that all gets flooded? Yep. Yeah, second, second one. one. Yeah. So you all know stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but they expand on Gladriel, who is Kate Blanchett's character. Roger. Um, and she tries to take the ring. Is the second one so where Old Mate can. dies, or is that the first one? You shall not pass? That's the first one. First one. It comes back in the second. They all blend. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is with me. I don't dies know. as Gandalf the Grey, comes back as Gandalf the White. Is that the second one? Well, the third one he comes back. Comes back in the second one. Does he, he fight the old dude on the tower? Yeah. Or is that the first one again? First one. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm lost here. You are. It's okay. It's just all just a, I'm, I'm here for you. It was a long time um, ago. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm so what the series. hell happens in the third one? 
I don't know what happens. They throw a ring into a volcano. I don't know what happens. And they defend Gondor from um, attack. So all the armies come together on... Is that that big wall thing? Yeah. They come into the yeah, yeah. like Shadowland-looking place and... Kind of, yeah. yeah. The dead land, like ash. It's so like, the, the orcs are pretty much marching from... You know how you said they flooded the water yeah. into the Sauron's Tower? But the orcs marched from there to the battle. Okay. So they've like kind of flooded their home base, essentially, but the orcs are already moving to take out the world of men. And they come out of the mud, don't they? The orcs, they're like created, yeah. Out of the mud. They yeah. come out of a mud wall like Rambo. Yeah, yeah. With all yeah, like nice. their hands on their faces and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They all die. Yeah. Anyway. Rambo. Rambo That's orcs. Lord of the Rings is great. <laughs> Get into it. <laughs> if, if you listen, I don't even might know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, anyway, man, I think that's pretty much everything for this. Oh, Clerks 3. We got a couple of behind. We got a... Uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Released a photo, the old old photo, and then they recreated it with the new Rosario Dawson. There's Rosario the Dawson standing there. Old gang. I actually find it amazing that Clerks 2 was 10 years ago. Because I felt like Clerks 2 came out about 10 years after the first Clerks. You so know? 10 years ago, I'm going to say I thought Clerks 2 was older than that. It was. I think I was in high school, so it might be more than 10 years now. I really thought it was older than that. But then I'm pretty sure the first one was still older than that. You know what I mean? Like Clerks 2 came out of... No, I think I, was, I wasn't I was in high school. I was just out of high school when Clerks 2 came out. But yeah, anyway... Um, it's been a while. So every every ten years or so, he makes a Clerks movie. By the looks of it, mm. keep for the next one. There we go, <laughs> Clerks Four. Um, yeah, I think that's everything, man. That's it. I think we're good, guys. Us, us manana. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Stay tuned for a water cooler for Titans episode four. If you've been watching that, we'll be talking about that in the next one. So if you listen Great to this, show. Thinking, if you're not watching, go and watch it. Why haven't you mentioned that at all? It's because we save it for the water cooler. If you if you're not watching it, stop listening to us and go watch it. And then listen to the water cooler. And then listen to the water cooler. Yeah. All right. Cheers, join us, guys. Bye. Bye.